Welcome to Rebels Rebels, the D and D editions. Host Peter. Oh man, <sighs> only for you, Mike. Thank you. Um, with me as always, the lovable yet somehow very unlovable <laughs> Peter. Oh my god, <laughs> nothing's been more true <laughs> that you've ever said about me in my entire life. You really cut to the core of Peter. That's so hey. insulting. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't, I, I didn't know where I was going with it. Peter, how how the space are you? Uh, I'm doing well. I miss y'all. Mm-hmm. As my favorite lead singer from my favorite band would say, it's been a while. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Since I last logged on to Roll 20. Yeah, the world's ending, COVID happened, and the podcast gods stole an episode from us, so it yep. has been quite a while. I've missed your voices, and I'm so happy to be back. Yeah. What he means is you too. Our, we recorded an episode, and then it somehow didn't record. and Yeah, sacrificed the podcast just, gods. Yeah, yep. and then we just gave yep. up for a couple months, but we're back. <laughs> I blame the bureaucrats, man. Yeah. 100%. You've heard their lovely voices, but they need a proper intro. Can we please welcome to the stage the Crystal Beth? How are you, Crystal? I'm doing so well. Thank you for asking. Mm-hmm. I, too, am happy to hear your voices. <laughs> and he's the one actually running the show, the puppet master himself. He yeah. is the Senate. It is Chris Sanchez. Hello, everybody. Whoa. And the crowd goes mild. Yeah. <laughs> my my new kitten is very excited. She's like all over my foot right now trying to, trying to fight. That's cool. Oh. All right, Chris. So. Daddy DM, do you want to take it away? <laughs> You're about to enter another dimension. A dimension <laughs> that exists between legends and Disney canon. This place is a theater of the mind, full of abruptly breaking windows spooky disembodied eyeballs, and the floating equation E equals MC squared. You cannot trust your sense of sight here. You can only trust your imagination, your sense of sound, and your sense of giving us a five-star review on iTunes. You are about to enter a flashback episode. (laughs) I love that. That (laughs) Oh, wait, hold on. I love that. <laughs> but I want us all to do the on cue with you. All of us to do that. Oh, that's that would be better. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. What's the big, the big sound at the end? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. We're doing a new thing for this mm. one. Uh, it's been a while for us recording it. It's been it. a while. <laughs> it's been a while. So we recorded. <laughs> so we're doing a flashback. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> uh, so we're going to flashback to episode one. When you guys first met and then you did a... Uh, 
a two week little little break right at the beginning of right at the finish line of the or not the finish line this right at the starting line of the mm-hmm. journey. Um, as soon as the gun fired, you guys just laid down and took a nap. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna dive into that a little bit and flesh that out. Right. Um, I'm not gonna make you guys like re-roll anything that you successfully rolled during that time, okay. but we are going to dig in there a little bit. So instead of uh, doing the little intro crawl, maybe we should just uh, set the scene for what has just happened. You guys were uh, discussing your plan and then you all did the team break. Maybe I should have assigned homework to like re- <laughs> re-listen to that part of the episode. But uh, so Bruce, you say you're going to go uh, put in your two weeks. Ashana, you're going to go look for some good gambling around town. And Slick's going to go uh, look for his potential buyer. The coffee shop. Right. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yep, yep. The mustachioed barista. Remember not wanting to go down by the train, which is what you wanted us to do. Yeah. <laughs> Hold for flashback sound effect. <laughs> okay, we flashback. Right on. So you guys have all just um, finished doing your awkward team break. So you it guys should. Awkward. It was fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bruce puts his hand in. No one. No one. Really? Uh, Slick spits on it. No one. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Shauna's putting her hair back into a braid. Yeah, I was you, just starting to like these strangers, too. <laughs> Slick helps Ashana put it back into a braid. Goes, no, 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 like this. <laughs> Thank you. It's, be- it's better than she's ever done it before. <laughs> yeah. oh you, Slick says out loud. <laughs> I should have been practicing my British accent. That's what I should have been doing. I'm just crying because no one wanted to put their hands in. Yeah. Everyone sadly leaves me. I think yeah. in the episode, QT did. He QT, QT yeah, popped QT. in with you. Ashana's going to yeah. walk by him and just like pat him on the back. Yeah. <laughs> there, there. Um, yeah, QT pats Bruce on the back. And while he's patting him on the back with one hand, he reaches into his pocket with the other and grabs a couple uh, shekels. <laughs> <laughs> shekels. Yeah, Bruce, Bruce has some uh, some uh, those candy coins called shekels. Does <laughs> everyone use credits in this universe? Perfect. <laughs> so like uh, Bruce and Ashana, you guys start leaving the shop to do the, the things that you said you were going to do. And as you leave, you're both walking in the same direction, even though you already like said bye, you're doing that awkward bit. Uh, <laughs> let's uh, let's start with Ashana. Uh, go ahead. Uh, Ashana is gonna like notice that they're walking the same way, and that's like just staring at her. And she's yeah. gonna kneel, kneel down and start rummaging through her bag, looking for something to hopefully make a longer distance. Uh-huh. Bruce <laughs> yeah. waits for her. Slick just watches with a big <laughs> smile on his face. He doesn't know what's going on. She sighs and she's like, <sighs> "Diligent, I like it." So where are we all going? <laughs> I'm heading to Gamble. I'm not really familiar with these areas. Do you know where I would be most likely to find a high rollers game of Sabak? Uh, the public holocron library. <laughs> library? How interesting. I I really don't know. Um, Cutie's kind of more of that. Cutie jumps up. He's like pointing to all the spots you can go. Okay. She's like, oh, yes, the cantina. Yes, that makes sense. I probably would have head there first. Anyway, mm-hmm. thank you, QT. <laughs> cool. So you start, uh, you start heading towards the cantina. 
and you're just like walking down the street and remember this is like a frontier town so it's very uh very westerny uh small uh buildings made out of like uh you know not not concrete buildings or um or permanent looking buildings everything's kind of more ramshackle um you hear someone shouting from down the street and uh, they're like step right up step right up try your luck double your money step right up and you see three people in an alley when you walk over there uh one of them uh shouts criff and then he storms away oh Ooh, sound like my kind of people <laughs> head over there Sweet. Uh, in the alley, there's this young human girl, and she's sitting at this metallic fold-out table. And behind her stands a male Azamel, which is a tall, six-eyed humanoid. Uh, Azamel look kind of vaguely similar to Gran. One of them is at the table in Solo when Han and Lando are playing Sabacc. I don't know if you remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, he's like, keep keep your eyes on your own cards or something like that. And it's funny because he has six eyes. Six sides. Six eyes. Six eyes. Oh, I was like, six yeah. sides. I was like, I can't six remember thighs. a six-sided creature. <laughs> <laughs> Just a big big cube. <laughs> hey. Yeah, it's makes like sense. a... <laughs> makes sense be, for Star Wars. That would be tight. Yeah, it's like a big robot cube. <laughs> okay. So, uh, uh, what's the buy-in? So, you, you head over to uh, the table, and uh, you, you just immediately are just onto the fact that they're... Um, they're uh, doing some kind of gambling. Um, she's got this these three big shells on the table, and she lifts one up and reveals that it has a little tiny snail shell under it. And oh. while she's maintaining eye contact with you, she dexterously slides the, she- the shells around the table and then uh, tells you, calls out to you, uh, left shell, middle shell, right shell, find the snail. First game's on the house, no stakes at all. Go ahead and pick. Fine. Okay. Um, center. Sweet. So you, uh, you just take a blind guess. I'll let you roll a perception check to see, like, oh, yeah, how well you can track it. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could just do, you know, one out of, you have one out of three chance. <laughs> just do a blind guess, but that yeah. That is <laughs> hilarious. Yep. Ashana, the world's best gambler. Yeah. The middle. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's just a testament to how little I make you guys roll lately. <laughs> 14 perception. Cool. So not not bad. Uh, not great. I will say that um, with that uh, middle of the road uh, check, um, she's really qu- super middle. Like I was going to say, middle. yeah. I'm just say saying. 10. I'm only like six away. It's like above average. Yeah. <laughs> So she's really quick. It's either on the left or in the middle, but you're positive that it wasn't in the right shell. The middle. <laughs> Sweet. I stand you, by my choice. Always go with the middle. You know, there's something to be said about intuition. Uh, she puts her hand on the shell and then pauses to make dramatic eye contact with you. She lifts up the shell and there's a snail. Woo! She goes, hey, you're pretty good at this. Mm-hmm. You want to play for credits? Put down as Thank much you. as you want. Double or nothing. Everything. We're doing everything. Perfect. You hear, right. you hear, you hear Slick <laughs> saying, the, you see it in yeah. your head because I'm not there. Right. right. Like, I was like, this is what my new friend is subconsciously telling me I should put everything in. Uh, I'll do 20 credits. It's not enough. She goes, all right. That's nothing wrong with that. She uh, covers up the shell 
er, the snail, and then she starts to reshuffle the shells as fast as they as she can. The Azamel um, goes up to you, and then um, he they have like a little uh, a little neutral credit shit that they scan yours, and then so it's got twenty on it, or and then they put twenty on it, so now it's got forty on it, and they put it on the table. Um, he crosses his arms, and his uh, six eyes focus on the sliding shells. Well, he has an advantage. Well, he's not. Pl- he's not playing. He's just I know, like. No, but kinda... he has six eyes. Oh yeah, yeah. If he was playing, he'd probably be pretty good at this. Yeah. Okay, so another perception. Yeah, roll another perception check. Seventeen. <laughs> Sweet, pretty dang good. So you definitely think it's the one on the right. The right, please. She lifts up the shell. Nothing. <gasps> he goes. Oh, so sorry. Want to try again? Show me that shell. She, uh, she like pulls the shell up and shows it to you. And uh, show me the snail. <laughs> she puts the she puts the shell down, and then uh, she lifts up another shell, and then it's got nothing. And then she puts it down, and then she lifts up the other shell, and then there's the snail. Hmm. The the Azamel uncrosses his arms and kind of snorts out a chuckle as he swipes the credit shit that you that was on the table and then takes the forty out of it. Well, this is why I exclusively try to play either dice or sabak. This is just ridiculous. <laughs> 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 or chance cube. That's a good one too. Um, I don't want to stay with her anymore. <laughs> You're like, I don't I'm want to be here. <laughs> I'm taking my ball and going home. Yeah, yeah this is, uh, this is, the, I don't like this party. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, so Ashana just stands there and she gets like really frustrated and she goes, <laughs> double or nothing. <laughs> they go, right on, right on, let's try it again. And then she, uh, she uh, puts all the shells back down and then uh, she lifts up one and then there's the snail under it. She covers it. And then she is the snail alive. Uh, you can ask. Is the snail alive? And she goes, "Well, yeah, but it's a snail." And then she like uh, uncovers it, uncovers one of them, and then there's the snail. And then she like uh, picks it up and like looks in there, and then she shows it to you, and you just see like a little slimy lump in the inside. Can I investigate? Can I take a look into that shell? Absolutely. She uh, hands you this nineteen. All three shells. Give them to me. <laughs> <laughs> She's good. She's really good. Uh, they, <laughs> you, you demand for all the shells, and then they like both look at each other, and they're just, and then they, they're just like looking at each other for like a minute, and then uh, the girl kicks the table over, and she's like, "Let's go!" And then they both start booking it through the alley. Hey, get back here! <laughs> <laughs> all the shells hit the ground, and you look at them, and all three of the shells had a snail in there. This bitch. <laughs> oh, that uh, that was Crystal. That was not a shot. <laughs> Those move milkers. I knew it. I could sense something weird about this. I have a very, very good eye, and I knew something was awry. <laughs> Did they leave any of their stuff around? Yeah, they left their table and their uh, their uh, snails and their shells. Oh, so nothing of worth. They took the, I mean, they took the 40 credits, but they, you definitely didn't gamble as much as you could have. So. No, yeah, that's, I mean, 40 was fine. I'd do that. I, um, I'm taking one of the shells. Cool. Uh, no, I'm you, taking three of the shells. You look at the table 
and uh, it looks like there's some kind of device under the table. And when you uh, touch the table, it's like icy cold to the touch. Like a refrigerator? Whatever the device is, is affecting the temperature of the table. Can I investigate again? Sure. 18. Sweet. So um, you uh, take a better look at the device, and then you see that somehow that they were... um, that the temperature of the table was affecting the snails. So whatever they were doing was, uh, whatever the Azamel was doing, like when he had his arms crossed, he was making the snails either appear or disappear, or disappear under the, under the, the shells. You don't know, know exactly how they did it, but you know that that device had something to do with it. Um, can I do a tech check to see if I can figure out how? Oh yeah. Okay. Roll me a, roll me a technology check. Oh, nine. Um, I'll say that, I mean, I feel like most technology in Star Wars is pretty modular. You, uh, you put your data pad up to the the device and you're able to like look it up and, um, you can try and, uh, so you, you figured out what it is, but you can try and connect to it if you want, like force a connection, but it might take you a while. So it depends on if you think it's worth it or not. Worth it. Sweet. So, <laughs> so uh, uh, over with the nine, you don't pass right away, but over a bit of time, you um, you're able to connect to it. So now you have access to this uh, temperature control on this device, and you can make it either get hot or cold. So that Sweet. and since the, the table is metal, the whole table gets either hot or cold. Great. Ashana is going to start stealing people's money. <laughs> right on. So, so you're gonna take their spot and uh, and start uh, start up the same thing, but it's gonna be harder for you if you do it by yourself because you don't have anyone else to control the device while you're spinning the shells. Do I have any of their phone numbers? Uh, you do, but let's cut over and see what Bruce is doing at this moment. So- <laughs> Bruce is not the one I would call. <laughs> Fair. I'm all about that QT. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess. Yeah. I guess you borrowing QT wouldn't. There wouldn't be a problem there. We'll say that, or we'll we'll see what uh, Slick's doing after Bruce. And okay. uh, if QT's free, then maybe maybe you QT could have a little side adventure. I hope no one's getting into shenanigans without me. <laughs> uh, cool. So. Um, Bruce, you left the shop. You parted from Ashana after you both awkwardly left at the same time. Yep. Um, and then you made your way to the small landing pad where a refinery-owned shuttle takes workers to and from the refinery. Uh, you get on the shuttle with some other workers, and all together you fly over some untamed swampland until you get to the plasma refinery. Bruce nudges the person sitting next to him and is like, off to the coal mines, huh? Right, bud? <laughs> He just like <laughs> turns around towards the window. I know Mondays, right? <laughs> some some guy like in the back, like some uh, <laughs> some other doofus is like that guy gets it. Yeah. Can Bruce be wearing a Garfield shirt with that like Garfield <laughs> yeah. Indian, like shower cap and it says like Mondays? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bruce has a Garfield wallet for sure. <laughs> that says that says lasagna here. <laughs> yeah. I turn to someone else and say, I need a vacation for my vacation, right, buddy? <laughs> yeah. The uh the there's just like this um like exterior shot of the shuttle and then everyone's just like, Oh god. 
<laughs> okay, so uh, the refinery is this huge dome structure, and it's surrounded by this high electric fencing. The landing pad is much bigger on this side of the trip, so the, the landing pad that you got on was pretty small. This one's huge. Um, the shuttle lands close to the entrance of the facility, and on the other side of the landing pad, uh, big cargo shuttles are loading up with barrels of refined plasma and taking them to their next stop to be shipped, shipped off-world. As you disembark with your coworkers, uh, stormtroopers at the front entrance stand at attention and scan your uh, employee ID as you walk in. A wide metal door opens from the center, and immediately the sounds of clanging metal and whirring machines fill the air. Uh, Bruce, you work six floors down from the ground level in the pneumatic communications manifold nexus. You are a pneumatic communications manifold nexus operator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you're here to see your boss, which it, whose office is on the second floor up. It dawns on you that your ID won't start any of the elevators unless you punch in first. But if you punch in, you have to work your shift. It's a company policy for liability reasons. Yeah, you see that it says that on a sign on the wall right next to you. <sighs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I really hate Mondays. Yeah. So I would like to avoid starting a shift. Mm-hmm. Um. So there's the elevators won't work. Are there any stairs or anything I can take? Uh, there are no stairs. Elevators are a more efficient use of space, and they complement security protocol. That's on a separate wall sign next to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll miss this place and the wall signs. <laughs> there, th- you see someone else like get in the elevator in front of you, and then close the door. And there's kind of like a there's there's a couple elevators, but there's like a like a little line of people trying to get in. Yeah, I want to know, like, should I investigate to see if I can, like, just sneak behind someone so I can kind of skirt? Well, Bruce probably wouldn't do that, but I really, I really want to just get this over with, start my Mm. two weeks and, like, prepare for our trip. Well, only one labor unit is allowed in the elevator at a time. It's an anti-fraternization policy. That one's not on a wall sign, but it's a common message in the fortune cookies you get (laughs) during your your imperial mandated 25-minute lunch break. Bruce usually would be excited for starting his shift. I mean, it gives him something to do in the loneliness of this remote world where no one knows his mysterious <laughs> mystique. Um, but now that the idea of leaving his job is on the table, Bruce is actually weirdly excited to get on with his life. Yeah. So I am conflicted, but I will I will clock in. Yeah, it looks like if you want to quit, you're expected to work. Yeah. The man, right? Yeah. And I nudge someone else next to me. <laughs> he just like, like brushes off his shoulder where you touched it and <laughs> walks away. <laughs> so, All right, so, so I go over to one of those old time. I'm assuming it's like an old timey oh, like, yeah. clocking thing. I put my card in and yeah, I pull the lever down. It's old timey and like uh, simultaneously sci-fi. It's just like a box on the wall, but it has blinking squares all over it. <laughs> They're on all machines in Star Wars. Yeah, for some reason there's steam coming from the top. <laughs> yeah, like a, one of those steam whistles. Yep. All right, so I've, um, I've clocked in for my shift. Cool. You, um, at the bottom, there's like a slide. You have to put your ID in there, and then there's like a little indent where you put your thumb on to verify that it's actually you. So okay. you put in your ID, you press your thumb against the machine, and you always hate doing this part. A little, a little needle uh, pricks you right in the thumb and then draws like Howdy. a little single drop of blood. <laughs> and then it goes, labor unit 1191668. 
Late for unscheduled shift. Please see your department manager for disciplinary action. Have a wonderful day. Ugh. I'm very impressed that you're late to an unscheduled shift. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? And I wanted to see my supervisor, but not like this, right? <laughs> yeah, you're headed there anyway, but now the elevator at any rate will take your ID. Okay, so I get on the elevator, and I know, I mean, I know who my supervisor is, right? So I know where, I don't have to do investigations or anything, I'm just heading over to see the old boss, man. Yeah, the elevator is like this cramped uh, metal cylinder, and there's a single uh, camera hanging above. You just raise your ID up to the lens and then tell it what floor you want. Uh, so the elevator starts going up to the uh, department manager offices, and uh, as it does, I'm picturing this as if we're watching a movie. The camera passes between floors, and then that screen wipe transition uh, sends us back to Slick at the, at the mustachioed barista. Hey, buddy, get back in line. <laughs> okay. Yes, sir. How may I help you? Um, it, you see that Slick is just talking into the mirror at himself, pretending <laughs> like it's really busy. There's no nice. one in here. <laughs> <laughs> Slick, so you're... <laughs> yeah, you do that as soon as they left. So your new your new best friends have just left uh, to do something. QT probably remembers. Uh, but anyway, it's time to leave the shop behind you, and you know a guy. One of the few townspeople who comes to you exclusively for calf. He's probably the only person, depending on whether you ask Slick or QT. But he's made you an offer before. Um, probably. He doesn't really say a lot. You're kind of inferring a lot out of this guy. Uh, his name is Carl, but he goes by Carl Carl. I don't remember. I don't know if you remember. Uh, you remember um, creating that in the first episode when you created the <laughs> Council of Carls? Ah, uh, yes, Carl. I wonder what Carl's up to. He was one of the founders of the town and a modest tailor who made bespoke frontier vests until one day he was kicked in the head by a nerf. And from that day forward, he could only say four words, but he managed to grow his modest business into the gold standard for smugglers vests across the galaxy. Uh, you know his shop, but you actually, you've uh, never actually been there. It's just down the street and it's called Say Yes to the Vest. <laughs> I, I I feel like I need to go to say yes for the vest. Yeah, Carl, Carl, one of the only regular patrons and lovers of the calf, once indicated he was interested. Let's go! Uh, Come on, QT, get on my back. He jumps on my back. I grab a cup of calf and um, flip the flip the. Yes, we're open to the sorry, we're open to yes, we're close. <laughs> nice. And I beep, beep, and I, I stroll on down to to Carl's. The second I step outside, though, um, just someone throws an apple at me and I catch it and take a bite of it and go, thanks, pal, and throw it back. But he wasn't throwing it at me as a gift. He was throwing it at me to hit me in the face. But <laughs> I have just such bo- fast just- reactions. I turned it into a positive. You're just rolling bands of bullies just around the town. <laughs> uh, roll a uh, roll a dexterity to see if you can catch the apple. Oh, shoot. Okay. Mm. 16. 16. Uh, that's definitely good enough to catch an apple. Yeah, you catch an apple, and then the guy's like, he looks pretty uh, He looks pretty upset. He might just want to beat you up, but I think he just decides it's better if he just walks away. Walk away. <laughs> yeah, you're like, that's what I thought. All right, I uh, walk down, walking down the old dusty road. 
Sweet. And we get to say yes to the vest. Say yes to the vest. Uh, it looks pretty modest from the outside, but you know that twice a day, uh, Carl Carl's employees load up a grav cart full, just full of vests and take it down to the train station to ship it. God, those are cool vests. Damn, those are sweet vests. <laughs> uh, right now, it looks pretty empty inside. Uh, you open up the swinging saloon-style double doors, and a little uh, bell jingling noise comes from a motion sensor that's on the doorframe. Uh, you hear a thud echo from somewhere amongst the racks of vests and the pitter-patter of little feet uh, walking around the the store. But every time like you stop to listen to it, the pitter-patter stops. Hmm. Slick hears my voice in the back of his head. Get me a vest. <laughs> yeah. Slick, Slick goes, Hmm. I think I need to get Bruce a belt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he goes right to the he goes he looks for a belt and goes, ah, I'm in the wrong place. Yeah. But that pitter patter. I uh I pull I, I kind of I, I put my hand near my near my pistol and just kind of <laughs> unbuckle the unbuckle the little safety <laughs> strap just in case. My fingers are kind of w- w- wiggling over it. And I, I start kind of walking around the shop and I go, Cutie, scramble. Cutie kind of silently jumps, goes, and jumps off my back and starts sneaking around the opposite side from me. Sweet. So you guys are uh, we're stealthing. Right on. You guys are stealthing. Roll me a stealth check. Twenty three. Oh, that was that was a really Damn. good roll. Cool. We got so some you... good numbers up there right now. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Stealth. Uh, so you um, you dive into one of the racks of vests and you're totally incognito. You're like um, you're like. Uh, the camera's like panning through the rack of vests and there's like a mannequin <laughs> wearing the vest and then they're slick. <laughs> Sweet. Okay, so um, you uh, hear the, the pitter-patter and it's getting closer and closer and now it's like right on the outside of the rack that you're like hiding in. Oh God, don't breathe. <laughs> Light as a feather, stiff as a board. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. <laughs> Cutie, uh, cutie, pops up behind me and goes, "Not now, cutie." Um, I uh, slick grabs the grabs the just reaches out towards him. I'm just nice. gonna reach out toward me and grab the thing and pull it in. Cool. You feel you reach out and you grab like two like big floppy like lobes of flesh, <laughs> and you pull it inside of you. And then there's this just huge like head staring back at you. Uh, you've grabbed a Sullustin, uh, who you know to be Carl Carl. Carl Carl. <laughs> uh, if you if you guys don't remember uh, Sullustins, they're like the um, Lando's co co pilot in Return of the Jedi. Yeah, me and Num. Me and Num. Yeah. So uh, you pull him in, and then he goes, "Coco, Coco." <laughs> oh, so funny, man! Yeah. You're right. You're all right. We need to be kinder to one another. Great point. You grabbed him, like, right by the big, like, dent on his skull. Oh, <laughs> I'm so sorry, buddy. Here, let me put you down. I, yeah, I step, like out of the, uh, step out of the coat rack and put him down. And I am, I'm just kind of fixing his vest and dusting it off for him. Oh, I'm so sorry. So sorry. Uh, Carl Carl immediately starts uh, scanning you with, um, like, a measurement. Uh, it's, it's not a <laughs> measuring tape, but it's, like, he scans you and it takes your measurements. And then he's just, like, uh, computing those right now. And he starts uh, thumbing through his racks. Ooh, yes. 
I'm kind of looking for an everyman's vest. Something <laughs> for the high holidays and the low evenings. <laughs> he's he like uh he's he looks at his uh, scanner and then he like shakes his head and then he goes underneath your poncho and is like measuring you more. Yep, yep. Get in there, buddy. Get in there. And then uh he comes out and he starts uh he starts um uh, tinkering with all his stuff and uh, looks like uh, some kind of inspiration has struck him. But let's uh, let's head back over to Ashana. Okay, so Ashana's getting out her little communicator and she's going to give Slick a call. Cool. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my my wrist pad. Hey, what's your Hey, um, I was wondering, could I possibly borrow QT? QT scramble. QT, you don't even finish your sentence, and I send QT because I'm I'm that eager to have new friends because we we're still pretty new to one another. Yeah, <laughs> you're just like yeah, anything you want. Oh, of course, he's on his way. Wonderful, great. Um, I am at just outside the. Oh, don't worry, I put a tracker on you. He's gonna be there in a second. <laughs> oh, oh, um, oh, right then. Uh, that's. Not very secure or private. I gotta protect my friends. Okay, well, <laughs> I will see QT shortly. All right, I love you too. <laughs> Ashana looks around to see like where a tiny yeah. little tracker would have been put on her, <laughs> and she like gets up and she takes off her shoe and she looks on the bottom and he was. I was like, how did he get there? How did he get it on my shoe? <laughs> Sweet. So uh, you just ha- you hang out for a little bit and you set up and then QT just walks up. He's just like, boop, boop, boop. Hello, QT. I have a proposition for you. I was recently gifted this wonderful set. Um, she's going to whisper closer to him. She's like, we're going to cheat people out of their money because I need more money, as do we all. And I don't care about the people in New Amidala. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cutie goes, yeah, and he's going to pull out a knife, like, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, no, 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 no. He won't be killing them, just oh. taking their he money. Puts, he puts it away real quick. <laughs> so, if you notice under this table, there are a couple little buttons and switches that are connected to, what are they connected to? Uh, there's, it's just like some kind of device that, that can get either really hot or really cold. Okay. But you can just, he can probably Wi-Fi do it. An oven. Could you please Wi-Fi to this oven table? And so, whenever someone points to the shell that they want to take, I need you to turn the table cold so that it climbs into the shell. And if they are wrong, because the snail is going to be up in the shell, we'll make it warm again so the snail comes down so it's underneath the other shell. I think it's absolutely brilliant. I can't believe I fell for it the first time. Um, but fool me once, never again. <laughs> um, and they left. So mm-hmm. we're just going to sit here for as long as we can and see how much money we can get. Cutie goes like, burr, burr, and punches into the air with still his knife in his hand. <laughs> Perfect. Um, I'm going to try to persuade people to come over. Cool. So uh, before you before you guys um, bring anybody else over, you do a couple test runs. Mm-hmm. And um, when you make the table cold, so all three shells have a snail. When you make the table cold, uh, all the shells are willing to, or all the snails are willing to sit on the table. But when you make it hot, all of the snails go up and stick to the shell. Okay, so hot, they stick. Yeah, and then they won't be under the shell when you lift it. 
Okay. Which is why she was only lifting one at a time. Gotcha. Mm, it's a fast acting table. I like it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, wonderful. Cool. So you uh, go ahead and start uh, making your, your persuasion check to get people over there. <laughs> <laughs> no. Darn it. I crit failed. <laughs> um, I got a one, but I have a four extra four points in persuasion. So oh, it's a five. It's, it, it's a five. Um, <laughs> Ashana is obviously just very used to cards and dice games and she's never done anything this or called anyone over so she stood up and she was like um um excuse me please come over here and test your mm-hmm. chance of te- no testing come <laughs> i have a game of chance over here and i would love to play you for th- your money <laughs> that is curious burr, burr. yeah <laughs> Uh, some guy walks by and he's like, uh, he's like, oh boy, sure I'm glad that I just got paid in cash for all of my uh, hard work. And then he looks at the table and he's like, nope, not going to do that. And he keeps walking. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, uh, yeah, so you guys she, are just sitting there. She looks over at QT and she's like, oh my goodness, this part of it is very difficult. Maybe if I try to perform, I could roll again and see if I absolutely yeah okay great (laughs) Woo! okay performance I got a 17 sweet that's enough so so Ashana thinks to all the things that they have to get done and how much money she wants to make and that she knows this town is ripe for the pickings with all these little frontiersmen so she steps up on her chair and she's like oi Hello, all you people. <laughs> Why don't you come on over? Try a game of chance here. I've got some snails and I've got a box and I want to see if you can guess what's under the snail shells. Come one. Come all. We're having a great time over here. Sweet. Yeah, you get a you get a couple people over. Um, they start playing. Uh, let's do some dexterity rolls. So... Uh, the first guy comes up. He's like, uh, he's like, yeah, sure, I'll give it a try. So now you close all the shell, or no? You tell me how you're doing this. Okay. So she starts flourishing like a David Blaine. Yeah. Kind of and mm-hmm. she's like, as you can see here, I have a snail, and I just show with show him the one there, one snail under the three shells. Your only job is to guess which shell has the snail under it. So pay pay close attention, keep your eyes open, and embrace the power of snail finding. (laughs) (laughs) Shuffles around the things and she just sits there and waits. And this is the moment of truth because we're like, I don't know if it's going to work. So she waits to see which, which shell he points at. Cool. So, um, do a dexterity to see like how well you can um, you can shake him just on on the spinning alone, and then he'll uh, he'll pick based off of that. Uh, Twelve. Cool. So um, I am going to do a D four roll for him. So I'm going to say that he's narrowed it down to one of two. I'm going to roll the D four one or a two. He picks. Uh, the one on the left, and then one or uh, three or four, he picks the one on the right. But he's ruled out the middle. 
Cool. So he rolled a four. He's going to pick the one on the right. I'll leave that up to you whether or not that has the snail under it. But then you can. It doesn't really matter, I guess, because you can. Uh, you can get QT to to do the thing. I want to give a little. Uh, give the hint signal to QT to cool it off. Cool the snail drops down. Oh, okay. Cool. Right. So. Right. So you want him to. You want him to win this one. I want him to win. Because we didn't talk about money, so it doesn't matter. But she's going to find that right. out in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So he, so <laughs> you lift up the snail or the shell, and there it is. And he goes, "Oh boy, I won! What do I get?" Ah, we did not discuss a bet, sir. That was the one freebie to see that this game is as addicting as it seems. Would you like to play for an actual bet now? And he's like, "Uh, yeah, okay, I'll play again." How much, sir? He's like, I only have five credits on me. (sighs) (laughs) Well, that'll do then. (laughs) So we scan for the credits. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, so a little, uh, right as you say, like your eye twitches and you're like, well, that'll do then. And then, uh, and then it's, and then it's, it wipes over, like the screen wipes. And he's like, He's like, well, I guess I uh, can't be lucky all the time, but I only lost five credits, so not that big of a deal. And then he just, like, walks away. And I'll be just, like, as he walks away, I look at QT and I'm like, he didn't even play the second time. He just gave me his money and left. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I, I meant that, like, the, the screen wipes, like, and then it cuts to after the game. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, I thought yeah. that he was just like, bye. I was like, this is great. <laughs> that guy's bad at gambling. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I'm going to make so much money, even if it's five credits at a time. Yeah. Um, awesome. Okay. Good to know. Sweet. So, um, so you do that, and then, uh, and then you hear uh, a voice from behind you say, "Say it takes a little longer than uh, than you, you think it will, huh?" And then you turn around and you see the the girl and the uh, Azamel are standing back there, standing uh, behind you in the alley. And Why would you come back? Like we left all our stuff here, and then uh, you stole my money. Like true, but uh, you you seem like you got the gambler spirit. Maybe yeah. we can uh, maybe we can turn you on to some real gambling. That actually sounds quite lovely. And what I was going to say was that I was a little impressed by this, and more than happy to play with it after you left. This is a very smart game not a lot of things get past me and that did and I felt very silly but I would love to hear of these other places you're talking about like absolutely come with us and then they they pack up their table with you and uh, we'll wipe over to back to Bruce before we wipe mm-hmm. I'm going to tell Cutie to keep his knife at the ready <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah Cutie gestures the knife across his throat he, ne- he never put it away he's still just holding it out <laughs> and his yeah. hand is shaking like Cutie <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> he's been doing like five finger fillet like trying to get people to gamble with him on that <laughs> <laughs> yeah and all the other droids are just real weirded out from by him <laughs> Yeah, QT's playing with a gonk droid who doesn't have any hands. He's using the gonk <laughs> yeah. droid's head as a, his table. It's like, <laughs> yeah. 
Gonk. Gonk. Don't the pit droids have like claws too? So he really just has one finger. <laughs> yeah, so he's just stabbing on the one one either side of it. <laughs> <laughs> but so fast. <laughs> yeah. And he probably he hits he hits his finger like every other time. <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't <laughs> feel <laughs> it. <laughs> cool. So um so back to Bruce. Uh you're at the elevator and he heads up um a couple just a couple of floors. Um the door opens and it's like a very stereotypical office setting um, where all these uh, these nasty bureaucrats hang out. Um, a little like uh, like floating droid like boops right in front of your face, and then it uh, its eye turns red and it like scans you, and then it says uh, report to Office Twelve for disciplinary action, and then it just like buzzes away. Ugh, I hang my head, but as I pass through cubicles, I'm like. Hey, Linda, how's the grandkids? Yeah. Like, oh, hi, Bruce. <laughs> Such a sweet boy. <laughs> hi, Carl. Yeah, you definitely have rapport with old ladies for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's another Carl. Just yeah, like, there's another Carl. This town is just lousy with Carl. Did you do pub quiz last week? <laughs> yeah. He's like, uh, I think so. I don't really know what that is. <laughs> It, no, Cantina Cantina Trivia. It's like Thursday night Cantina <laughs> oh. Trivia. The Carl's Carl's Carl Super Team. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> cool. So, uh, yeah, you head over to your to your boss's room. Yeah. All right. Uh, I meekly knock on the door. Nice. Uh, you want to see me? Uh, from inside, you hear, come in. All right, I go in. Cool. And then uh, sitting at the table... Uh, is this Quarren? Um, they're like the squid face guys. Have you seen them? Mm-hmm. Cool. So uh, there's a Quarren. He goes, uh, he goes. so Bruce, uh, you're late, but you're not even on the schedule today. What's up? <laughs> yeah, I was a little confused. I, I don't, how am I late for an unscheduled shift? And he goes, uh, to be honest, I think this, uh, this thing's just trying to ding you for any chance you get. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bruce, something I wanted to talk to you about. I'm glad you're here. Yeah, actually, I wanted to talk to you about something, too, but you, you can go first. <laughs> uh, I don't know how to say this, Bruce. Uh, we're, uh, we're, you know, we're, we're trying to skimp here on the money, the empire and the... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the fat, yeah, the fat cats at the... They, they just keep wanting to get blood from a stone, you know what I mean? So yeah, fat cats, right? He's like we're we're just having to. I make bet a they couple. love Mondays. Yeah, I don't get that reference, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, what I'm trying to say is, and he's like rubbing the back of his neck, and he's like, his tentacles are like kind of like curling up into his face. He's like, we need to make some cuts, Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not not Carl. Just just anyone but Carl. He he really needs it right now. He goes, yeah, Carl's. I think Carl's gonna be okay. Okay, good. Uh, then who? Uh, and then he like keeps. Uh, Bruce like, is completely oblivious. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I love the uh, silence too. After he was like, I, mean, yeah. I, your, I picture Bruce just like smiling at him, like, uh huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, right then, uh, someone knocks on his door, and then he's like, "Oh God, please come in!" <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, this like uh, this like really dopey looking uh, 
uh, human comes in and he's like, uh, I'm here for, uh, he's like, I'm here for the job in the communication nexus. And then he's like, uh, yeah, uh, Bruce, uh, this is uh this is Dave. Hey, that's where I work. Oh, yeah. are you gonna be my new work buddy? <laughs> oh. He's like, Yeah, Bruce <clears throat> he like clears his throat. He goes, I'm gonna need you to train Danny uh for the next couple of weeks. But after that, uh, I think we're gonna have to renegotiate your contract. Oh, ouch, dude. It dawns on Bruce and he becomes enraged. No, no, no. <laughs> you hear you hear slick in the back of your head go. Renegotiation could be a great chance for a promotion. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, are I? But this job is everything to me. I would never (laughs) turn my back on this company, and this company is turning its back on me. How could you do this to me? I've been so dedicated to this job. I would. I just. I want nothing else than to be here for. Bruce starts having an yeah. asthma attack. Oh, he's like, and then he's like, oh, God. Uh, and then he, like, pushes, like, a box of tissues over to you. <laughs> and then he's like, he's like, so, Bruce, I'm sorry to, to tell it to you this way, but if you don't uh, stick around to train Danny, you're not getting any of your severance. I just, I storm out. <laughs> I, just, I storm out and I call, I call Slick on my communicator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go for slick. Can you believe that they want to fire me after everything I've done at this job? Yeah, you're like now outside, like where there's a bunch of people walking around. I was just staring yeah. at you. Turn around, Carl. Stop looking at me. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then there's some other guy pops out, and he's like, "Somebody, uh, somebody, say my name." There's, this town is just like full of Carls. <laughs> Listen, Bruce. Just breathe. Just breathe. Am I more of a leather guy or suede guy? <laughs> I mean, leather, obviously. Okay, Bruce, I gotta go. That changes everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it hasn't dawned on Bruce at all that I walked in there to quit my job anyway. I'm yeah. so pissed <laughs> that they would dare. <laughs> um so did the person i'm supposed to train come out with me yeah he's just like following he's just like falling behind you with like a box full of his stuff all right i just look at him what's your name traitor like uh my name's danny and he's like oh, danny okay his name should have been traitor that would have been perfect oh that's my name <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's like it's spelled traitor like i'm a traitor T-R-A-D. Yeah. It just sounds like traitor yeah. <laughs> danny traitor yeah, Danny Trader. Okay, um, Danny Trejo. Oh yeah, terrifying. <sighs> okay, I guess I can't be mad at you. We are we are work buddies now, so you know that 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 means a lot to me. So I guess follow me. And he like uh, looks at a piece of paper and he's like, "So what is the, like right as so you guys you guys go down the six floors uh, yeah, separately." Before I, do, <laughs> before I do though, I nudge him meekly and go down to the coal mine, right, buddy? And then he's like, "This is a refinery," and he's like, <laughs> "Nobody gets it. Uh, nobody gets me. <laughs> I'm all alone." <laughs> 
All right, so we go down. You said the six six floors. Yeah, so you go down six floors down, and you get to, uh, and then right as you're gonna like come up on the the room, uh, Jenny's like, "So what is a pneumatic uh, communications manifold nexus?" And then you open up the door, and then uh, basically it's the mail room. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Very important work. We're the we're the communication hub of the entire refinery. It's very very important here. So got to be on your game. You got to know every in and out of every single office. Need to know what's that going on with people. You know, half of this job is connecting with people's hearts as much as their minds oh. and communications. And then uh, you just explain to him that basically all you do is you get a a, a cylinder with the with like a little um, it has like a little I don't know like a little a little uh, hologram thing in it like a hollow message. It just like goes into your room for some reason. Like instead of <laughs> instead of just going straight to their data pad, and then you just got to stick it in the right tube, and it just shoots off. It's like boom, boom, just takes off. Like I said, connect with their hearts. Oh my gosh! <laughs> cool. So, uh, so you and Danny go to work um, sticking uh, the uh, matching names, basically. <laughs> Carl. Voomp. Yeah. Carl. Voomp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A different Carl. <laughs> cool. And then uh, uh, Danny gets one that's like uh, red, and the reds are the super like um, important ones. And you're like about to jump in and tell him what to do, and he sticks it in the wrong tube. But right, but uh, the the red ones can only go to one office, and the tube is like a different size to make it like a fail safe, basically. But he crams it in there, and it gets jammed up in the tube. <sighs> oh my gosh! Uh, what what is this company gonna do without me? All right, um, should I investigate to see is there any way for me to fix it? Yeah, so um so you can you can see it it jammed up like right at the ceiling, so it's like at the crease where the tube uh disappears through the ceiling, but it's like way up there. So you're going to need to figure out how you're going to get it out. Okay, I'm mean, just going to do an investigation roll just to see if I can see anything that'll help me. My investigation's not great. Four. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Perfect. Nice. So um yeah, you have negative one to investigation. So luckily, uh, you have you work here, so uh, you do know where uh, a lot of this stuff is. And after like panicking for a couple of minutes, uh, you remember that um, there is a special tool that you can use to get this out. Uh, there's like this uh, long stick that has a shark head on the end of it, and, <laughs> <laughs> and then you just got to you just have to jimmy that up the tube and use it to grab the the mail and drag it back out. Can he say there's always a bigger fish when he pulls it out? <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> All right. Pay attention, trader. <laughs> this is an important specialized tool of the trade. Okay. Um, so I grab the I grab the grabber. Cool. Make, um, make me a dexterity check to see how well you can grab that tube out of there. Okay. <laughs> oh jeez. I got eleven. Okay. <laughs> okay. Not too bad. So you uh so you <laughs> you put the two the grabber in there and then the grabber gets sucked out of your hand. <laughs> so now All right, we- so this is an example of what you shouldn't do. Very important training tra- tactic. Don't do that. 
okay, okay. And he's like, uh, he's like starting to like look for a piece of paper and a pencil to write it down. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it, it, is it just us in this room? Yeah, it's just you two. Okay, so it's not a busy mail room. Um, all right. Yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. Take some, take some notes. I think there's a pad, there's a pad, a data pad over across the room in the desk over there, and I point to like a desk or something just on the other side of the room. Right on. So he goes over to the other side of the room and he's like fishing around. Okay. I'm going to use force pull to pull it out. Hell yeah. I don't even have to roll for it. So it just. Yeah. Yeah. You just, uh, you automatically get it. So start pulling the, uh, the, the shark head out first and then you, uh, get to the tube, but it's like really, really jammed in there. So you're going to need to like really pull it hard. Okay. Do I need to roll something for hard force pull? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Roll me, roll me dexterity to like pull it without breaking the the thing. Oh, <laughs> Five. <laughs> Everyone else got such good rolls. <laughs> oh man. Cool. So you you pull the whole uh, the whole like tube off of the wall, and then <laughs> right as you do, it just like everything, just like uh, this alarm starts going like, <laughs> and then uh, Daddy's like, "What happened? What did I do?" This is all your fault. You <laughs> start smacking him with a shark head. <laughs> uh, um, so the tube like comes off the wall, and the little message that was in there um, flies like across the wall and smashes against the wall. So this uh, this cylinder, this red cylinder that had the special message in it, flies against the wall and smashes. And then the little hologram disc flies out and skids across the ground and activates and just goes. Psh- and then you see the head and chest of this uh, very intimidating-looking, gaunt, imperial-type guy. And then he says, Director, this is a message from your superior, Officer Jiminy Conspire. Ominous. No. And that's where we're going to end mm-hmm. our episode. Bad guy. Bad guy. Bye. Bad guy alert. Oh, cuz. You guys remember that guy? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Museum man. He yeah. was the one with all the little bombs. Yeah. In the cocktails. Cool. He's the he's the, the al- he's the alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> what you gonna do? What you gonna do when we fight you later? Slash we don't know that's happening. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can all assume. Bad guy from the original, yeah, the original <laughs> series, yeah, wow. yeah. Maybe I shouldn't met a game like that, but I just got surprised. That's by wild. That guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is wow. fun. I, I I like this flashback idea, and I'm excited to see where this goes, yeah, or where it went, or where it went. <laughs> Time is a flat circle. Yeah, I think it's... You're a flat circle. (laughs) 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 Ow. Damn. It's burning him. You're burning him. Oh, I'm sorry. sorry. (laughs) I can't think of any other uh, D&D group that's doing this, like going backwards, like finding something that you didn't flush out enough and going back and playing with it again. I think that opens up opportunities for such fun things. Mm, 
Yeah. I'm glad you guys love it. I'm yeah. Love it. We like it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm glad it's moderately listenable. So so right now where we're at in the in the flashback is we have a Jiminy Conspire Mm -hmm. that Bruce is probably Jiminy Jiminy Jeffrey (laughs) Jeffrey Conspire. I'm going or Ashana's going somewhere with a bunch of gamblers and QT and then we have Slick who has just had his mind blown and his entire outlook on life has changed now that he's a man that can wear leather. This is his pretty in pink moment. He's yeah. been taking a Rodeo Avenue, trying on new clothes and now he's a different person. Just full makeover montage. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's the man making And now he needs to make love man. with Richard Gere. <laughs> well, well, we haven't rolled for that. <laughs> That's cool. pretty good. Well, Crystal Beth, would you like to tell people where they can find you? Sure. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at the Crystal Beth, and you can find me talking about Dungeons and Dragons at this podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was about to say, like, who are you talking Dungeons and Dragons about? <laughs> kill them. There can be but one. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's that's really it right now. It's kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chris, what are you up to? Um, I was, I did have a friend who I was going to do like a side podcast with, but we have pivoted. Uh, he's, Ooh. he just started, uh, learning a new skill and, uh, we Never think heard we're going to use that instead. Yeah. Oh my. So, so mysterious. Yeah, I know. This, yeah, this yeah. Is, you, I mean, you don't have to say anything else, but <laughs> can we know the new skill? Uh, he has begun learning to code. Ooh, I was like bagpipes, bagpipes, bagpipes. (laughs) Hackers. So you're just going to the hackers minute? Yeah. So I'm just like on the keyboard. I'm like, I'm in. (laughs) Hack into the mainframe. Yeah. (laughs) Mike, what are you up to? I'm not hacking the mainframe. (laughs) Oh, I mean, just this podcast. That's it. It's great. Um, yep, and I know we've been saying this for months, but a lot of things have been going on. But we are actually starting to record Rebels episodes. We're going to close out season four, <laughs> coming to you very shortly. I am excited but sad, and I'm really interested to revisit Star Wars after such a long break. Yeah, I know mm. it's it's been a it's been a good break. It's been nice to break. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you guys are going to be able to start Rebels Rebels all over again once you get to the fourth episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mike, let's do the whole series again. I've got to go. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, you can find us at Rebels Rebels Pod at Gmail, Instagram, and on Twitter. And that is where you can go if you like our podcast. Please tell our friends. Yeah, tell our friends. Please tell, tell our, our friends. friends. That you like it. Please. <laughs> please. Please. Yeah, please. make us look cool, please. <laughs> Uh, that was really a Freudian slip. <laughs> and, now you, cool. and now you got to leave it in because yeah. we riffed on it. <laughs> um, but tell your friends and our friends. And, <laughs> and our moms. And our moms. And we are excited to get back into this. So until the next time. Be brave out there. Don't look back. Don't look back. More spooky. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.